Well, it is Sunday, May 28th, and uh, it's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, and I just released our final survey of the Alberta provincial election, and wow, uh, are we at the edge of our seats. Remember back in December when our survey indicated that Danielle Smith and the UCP might face challenges due to those so-called reluctant UCPers? That sure was a turning point in our understanding of Alberta's political landscape. Welcome back to In Focus with David Coletto. I'm David Coletto. Today I released our final survey of the 2023 Alberta election. And I'm going to give you my take on why the UCP and Danielle Smith stands a good chance to win the election tomorrow, explore the journey we took to arrive here, and dive into why the NDP might just miss out on the win, despite potentially gaining close to half the vote. Now, it's a nail-biter, folks. Our final forecast is reading the UCP at 49% and the NDP at 48%. That's right, one point difference between the two among those who have voted and or say they are likely to vote tomorrow. But it appears the UCP are set for a win. Here's how we arrived at this forecast. We surveyed 1,200 eligible voters in Alberta from Friday, May 26th to, to, to today, uh, Sunday, May 28th. And the data shows Danielle Smith and the UCP are in a solid position to take home the win. Our estimation is the UCP will win about 40% of the vote, the NDP around 48, and the rest will be distributed among other parties. Now, the breakdown is quite interesting. 27% of eligible voters have already voted, with 50% voting for the UCP and 47% for the NDP. Older voters and women, excuse me, older voters and men show more preference for the UCP, while the younger demographic and women lean towards the NDP. The NDP leads in Edmonton, but the UCP is ahead in other areas, including Calgary. Education seems to play a big role, with high school graduates and those with a college degree or some university favoring the UCP, while those with a university degree strongly favoring the New Democrats. Racialized Albertans lean towards the NDP quite heavily, while non-racialized um, favor the UCP. Now, what leads me to conclude that the UCP has a winning edge? Well, mainly their lead in Calgary and among older voters plays a huge role. Now, exploring the why behind these results, we found that 35% of voters believe the province is on the right track, a larger proportion than the national average. Both Smith and Notley hold fairly similar public impressions, with 42% uh, believing that Smith will be premier after the election. Both campaigns frame this election in terms of risk, but Albertans are divided on who they think is riskier or safer. It's almost a 50-50 split. When it comes to who can manage the economy better, the UCP has a clear lead, while the NDP is thought to be the better choice on health care. On the topic of values, the UCP is only slightly ahead of the, UC of the NDP. Now, interestingly, without Daniel Smith as UCP leader, we asked uh, a hypothetical question in this survey, the election could have been a landslide, with 44% saying they'd vote UCP a significant lead over the NDP's 28%. Now, we've been following uh, a group of, of voters I termed reluctant UCPers throughout this election and in the months leading up to it. These are folks who voted UCP in 2019, but were undecided or voting for another party now. Now, what's interesting in our most recent survey, the size of this group has decreased substantially from 18% at the start of the campaign to only 10% today, suggesting the UCP's campaign 
has been successful in regaining these past supporters and to some extent um, the NDP's failed to convert them to their side. So what's the upshot here? Well, the NDP had a tough job to win over new voters, voters who have never in their life voted NDP and probably thought they never would. And although they did convince many, it seems that if our results are accurate to what's going to happen tomorrow, it may not have been enough to win. Daniel Smith, who started off with weaker favorables than Rachel Notley, has seemingly managed to consolidate UCP support over time. Despite some turbulence and reluctance from past UCP voters, Smith and her team leveraged the UCP's natural advantage in Alberta, focusing on economic management and low taxes, as well as some fear about the NDP to secure their position. In contrast, the NDP couldn't quite convince enough Albertans that Smith and the UCP were too risky. In a place like Alberta, dethroning an incumbent is, a tr is tricky business that requires just the right conditions, and it seems they've fallen short this time. Not only did they need to convince Albertans that Danielle Smith was not acceptable and it was time for change, they also had to prove that they were a safe alternative. Regardless of whether the final ref results reflect our forecast, and hey, we might be in for a surprise. There will be plenty of food for thought in the aftermath of this election. We will be looking at, and I think it's likely, a solid two-party system in Alberta moving forward. But competition could vary depending on numerous factors. And the fact that more than half of those likely uh, or, or already have voted would have supported um, a UCP not led by Daniel Smith, and the UCP would have been well ahead of the NDP had she not been leader. Um, it does suggest that a, a highly competitive party system may not be in the cards just yet. I can't wait to unpack the lessons from this political showdown in the coming weeks, and I do appreciate the time you've taken to listen, and I hope you found this valuable. You can get all of the results, the details, um, on the Abacus Data website, abacusdata.ca. And I hope you enjoy um, your, the rest of your Sunday and uh, we'll be on the edge of your seat like I will watching the results tomorrow evening. Take care. Have a great day.